Hello and welcome everyone to Gunpowder Treason No Plot. I am your DM and host as always, Adam Cookson, and I am joined by my three returning stalwart players, Matt Dennis, Flo Dennis, and James Bunkle. Hello. 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 They will be returning to their one-shot characters this evening as uh, Kurt Van Helsing, Tophelia, Dandelion, and Burdock, and Dick Fate. And let's say things went down last episode. I think that's the summary. Yeah, yeah, shit happens. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, the future may or may not be fucked. Who knows? Well, uh, we, 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 we we didn't fuck it. We just didn't <laughs> stop it from being fucked. <laughs> <laughs> at, at the best, we were bystanders. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to, to, to the universe being fucked. In right, hindsight, uh, always attack evil sea witches. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean. Uh, it was it was a, it was a learning experience for all of us. A uh, <laughs> <laughs> little bit, a little bit. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we are continuing our little self-contained story that's happening in the past, as Kurt, Toff, and Dick are currently on a mission with the prime arbitrator of Varadin City, Samuel Kren as he goes hunting for some artifacts that are supposed to be his but have gone missing along their way to his city. Things were going okay to begin with. You found a caravan, you found where the artifacts were supposed to be, they were missing, and you got attacked by demons. You beat the demons, all well and good, and you found where the artifacts were heading to the nearby uh, dwarvish settlement of Kolfarum. And as you were starting to rest up for the night for an early morning ride to the settlement, Things went a little bit, uh, shall we say, fucky in the night? Yeah, bit. we'll go with that. Yeah. Uh, all the guards were rendered asleep by some sort of mass magical enchantment. Kren yeah, but was... not us. Yeah, because you're powerful heroes, and they're mm. shitty level one guards. <laughs> Kren! Kren was charmed. And he's a shitty level one guard, apparently. <laughs> uh, he but was really hit by something a little it. different. Really, yeah. really don't understand it. Ah. Yes, well, because we're awesome. Yeah, you're just so good. I mean, not many people are level eight. You're quite powerful. That's true. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Even Kren's captain of the guard is not quite that high level. He was also rendered asleep. But anyway, Kren was charmed and dragged off to the woods, and you sort of split up to try cover all your bases. Dick went after him and was witness to a night hag who left some sort of cryptic messages towards Kren and then gave him a vial of what appears to be poison, intended to weaken but not kill. That said, he seems to have had quite a bad reaction to it, as by the time Kurt and uh, Toph showed up and you all eventually interjected yourselves, post him drinking it, she teleported away, failing to cast whatever final spell that she was going to cast from a spell scroll, and Kren was left convulsing on the floor. You dragged his ass back to the camp, Tried multiple medical checks and threw him a heel to kind of keep him alive. And currently he is being seen to by a pair of medics as he lies on his bed. Not in a great shape. Kurtentoff then went to bed to try to get a few hours of sleep before early morning rise and setting off again. And Dick decided to sleep but in Kren's tent kind of on a, a uh, silent vigil for the night. Yep. And that's pretty much where we're going to pick off with... Uh, Dick, you are in Kren's tent, and you realized you drifted off at some point, because you weren't trying to stay up all night, but you did want to stay sort of half awake, half alert. But you realize you eventually fell asleep, and as you open your eyes, you see 
Montel sat across from you. He also seems to have come in here to keep watch after last night's events. Uh, hey there, sleeping beauty. Finally awake? Uh, yeah, yeah. You, you've been awake this whole time? Yeah, most of the night. I couldn't sleep. Kept replaying everything in my head. I think we fucked up, man. I think we did. Uh, Dick, not so sure. Uh, crazy ladies say a few things. Dick, not so sure how to interpret them. Mm -hmm. uh, that's the way with hags. They're always cryptic as fuck. <laughs> the, uh, the medics left a little while ago said uh, Kren was stable, but <laughs> I took a look at him. He's, he's not looking good. That not bode well. Do you uh, get up to take a look at him? Uh, yeah, why not? And you kind of push yourself up to your feet and you sort of gingerly look over as he's kind of laying in his bed with uh, various blankets around him. His face is white as a ghost and he has these pulsing black veins just throbbing out of his neck and his cheeks and across his forehead going into his temples. His eyes are like screwed shut like he's in pain but he's not screaming. He's kind of like sort of gently shifting back and forth as if he's having some like horrible nightmare but yeah he does not look healthy. Is there, is there any kind of check I'd be able to do to see if Dick would know what these black veins would symbolize or anything? Um, I say you wouldn't need a check. He looks very clearly badly poisoned. Um, from what you and Toth knew about a night hag, you would assume it's some sort of poison probably from the Nine Hells. Yeah. Something of at least powerful nature. Hmm. Whether it's worth, like, I don't know, trying to cut one of the veins and drain it out. Um, if you gotta go to that, um, Montel put his hand on your shoulder, I wouldn't play about, buddy. The medics said they did everything they can, but, uh, apparently they've sent for someone. Oh, interesting. I wonder who they sent for. I don't know, but hopefully they're showing up soon. And, uh, at that point I'll say, Toph and Kurt, you two, wake up back in your tent. Fully healed? Well, fully rested and... Yep, yep, you've had a long rest. You are, uh, fresh as daisies. Oh, uh, tell me that didn't actually happen last night. I think it did. Uh, well, un unless you're talking about something that... Did Dick do something with your dick already then? Uh, no, I think Pantsler spent his whole night in the tent with Sam. Oh, it's all right then. So I think we're all right. Um, I was wondering, yeah. you know how everybody else was asleep? Yeah. Why were we asleep? Why, why didn't the spell affect us? Um, I've no idea what kind of magic those things can cast, but maybe it was some kind of area effect. Maybe our tent was just outside of it. Well, maybe know. it was to further some kind of plot along. I'll say, Kurt, do me an insight check. Yeah. Six. Uh, a six. I was, I'm not very insightful this time of the morning. Ah, you shrug. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, maybe, I don't really know don't really care to be honest what i do care about is whether our um our wonderful employer is still alive and can pay us some gold you just want to be paid don't you that's why i'm here and i want to be able to put that gig on as well mm. should we go and find out should we go and see if um, a beautiful mind's in there with him yeah chatting with his um imaginary friends again okay so you two head outside into the camp yeah um i guess have a look around as we're going through uh people sort of going about their day-to-day -day duties and stuff. 
Uh, you can see as you kind of head outside, I mean, there's some people who are trying to like grab a quick bite to eat, but the entire camp is awake already and uh, in a bit of a frenzy as they're moving around. You see the man who was shouting orders last night, wandering about, giving more orders this morning, and you notice now, in the daylight, he's actually dressed a little bit fancier than the other guards. You notice he has a few insignia upon his shoulder and his armor looks a little bit, a little bit neater, a little bit shinier. You realize that given that he seems to be taking charge now that Kren is indisposed, he's probably some sort of captain of the guard. Uh, remind me of his name, because I did ask him. His name was Emmerich. Emmerich, cool. Um, Emmerich, mate, how's it going? Um, what's the play? <sighs> uh, I see you two are awake. Good. Let's get uh, let's get things ready. We've got company showing up. And he like, oh, shouts over to some of the guards and they start uh, clearing a path through the center of the camp that's a bit easier to get through and start moving like chairs and logs out of the way that people were resting up on. Like try to clear up breakfast and things. He turns around and goes, if you haven't eaten yet, I'd get, a, I'd get a bowl of something quickly. We need to get, I don't know, we need to get sorted quickly and moved out. Right, okay. Who's, who's, who's coming? We sent word last night and our scouts are returning with... Uh, well, the only man I know who can actually do something to help out. The medics already gave up this morning. Got useless fucking medics. He kind of like spits on the ground. We sent for one of the clerics from the temple. Yeah, I don't know why anyone practices non-magical healing anymore. It's bloody pointless, isn't it? And apparently it's fucking useless. Kren's still yeah. on death's goddamn door in there. But don't worry, the Arahar will be here soon. Oh, I bloody hope so, mate. I really, really hope so. That guy's, guy seems like a decent bloke and he's got to live because, yeah. As we he, need him alive, don't we? Uh, as he uh, says that and you kind of like ch- start chatting together, you notice just in the distance a number of figures arriving on horseback. A few you recognize as being uh, guards, but then you see two other figures. One is wearing kind of plain cleric robes and he's got his kind of head bowed with a hood up. He looks... A little bit dour, a little bit, uh, you know, maybe not a morning person, let's say. And leading uh, ahead of the pack, you see a man in full splint mail armor with a bald head and a mace swinging down from the side of his uh, belt buckle on this quite impressive warhorse as he kind of rides ahead into the camp, even ahead of the guards that were supposed to be leading. And you see Araha Odell the leader of the Temple of Tyr from Baradin City, who I'd say none of you are particularly familiar with as you're all kind of new to the city, but you notice as soon as he arrives, a lot of the guardsmen kind of bow their heads a little bit. You can get from general context that this man seems to be an important religious leader for the people. Sorry, I said uh, Tyr there, I mean, he's the Temple of Tempus. Ah, yeah. Yeah, my own law mixed up. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, okay, well, I mean, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give him some space, but at the same time, I'm gonna sort of head head back on towards the tent, um, Kren's tent, to see if um, oh, a large green naked friend is in there. Okay, as you do that, um, you see Dick and, well, for Dick you see Dick and Mantel, but for Kurt you see Dick leave the tent, like, and start to look out at all the commotion that's going on. Arahar Odell gets down from his warhorse and kind of greets Emmerich. It's good to see you again, Captain. I wish it was under better circumstances. Ah, damn right. Look, 
I don't know what you can do, but our medics have basically given up. He was convulsing all night, throwing up. He's got these terrible black veins all over his flesh. Do whatever you can. I... Just, just get in there. And the Araha kind of nods. He has this... He's kind of like a stern look on his face, but almost kindly eyes, despite that. He looks a serious man, but uh, someone who's always kind of willing to help. And you gather, if he's come from the city, he must have basically ridden out here all night to get to you guys. Like, pushing the horses at, like, an exhaustive pace. And, in fact, you notice as the other uh, scouts arrive and his uh, backup cleric, they look very tired and the horses almost, like, collapse as they walk into the camp. The uh, cleric kind of walks up and supports the Arahar as they walk towards Kren's tent. Do you guys follow suit? Because Emmerich is going to go with him. Well, so I was, I was heading that direction anyway, and I'm, I kind of had, had a thought, and so I'm going to sort of approach them. Okay, he kind of looks down and goes, Yes, my son? Uh, morning. Uh, Kurt van Helsing may have heard of me. If not, don't worry about it. Probably not the time. Um, listen, I don't know if it's any use to you, but I better tell you a little bit about what happened last night. And so I'll explain how we, we awoke. The guards were, and everyone else in the camp was fast asleep. Uh, we saw that Kren was being led away. We gave chase when we arrived some hag had given him a potion. Uh, we went to attack the hag, but she disappeared. And we brought him back to the camp, and this is it. Here's the vial uh, that he drank from, if that's any use, basically. Okay. He uh, he takes the vial from you and kind of turns it over and goes, oh, seems he drank every last drop. It's, it's not good, but thank you. You say he was a night hag? Uh, Toff's there with you, and I know she told both you and Dick previously, so I assume you tell him. Yeah, that that's what um yeah, that's what my friend over here said anyway. She knows a lot more about that kind of stuff than I do. I rolled a natural twenty. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I mean natural I'm, twenty. I know you're telling the truth then. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and and I'm the music man. I come from far away, so I don't know anything about this at all. <laughs> <laughs> um, Odell kind of nods patiently at you both and goes that is rather unfortunate night hags are horrible creatures and I can't imagine anything that she gave to Lord Kren is going to be a positive for him now please excuse me and he kind of walks past you guys and goes inside the tent uh, yeah I think we'll just shall we leave him to it guys what do you think no fuck it follow him yeah, yeah I want to have him. a look okay uh, so we sort of cautiously um approaching after after him yes you can see emmerich kind of like looking over your shoulders trying to see what's going on and you're kind of crowd around and you watch as araha odell and his uh cleric who's come with him kind of walk up to kren's bedside and look at him and sort of turn his head back and forth and look at the veins they seem to talk to each other kind of like in hushed tones initially and i'll say make me a uh perception to see if any of you guys pick up what they're saying sure uh, 27. 23! Uh, Toph, you're rolling as well? Wait for it. Natural one. <laughs> <laughs> Toph, you are just lost in the moment. Uh, I am not smart, okay? <laughs> I guess a lot a lot of very tall people are crowding around you right now, and you're probably feeling a little hey, bit claustrophobic. Hey, hey, you're short. Like yeah, you... but I'm, I'm used to lots of tall people crowding around me. Uh, I, I, get, I get a lot of love from the group, please. <laughs> Brilliant explanation there. 
<laughs> and mo- most of the women that I like seem to be twice my height, but what can I say? <laughs> As you um, both listen in like intently, even though they're kind of speaking in hushed tones to each other, you hear Araha Odell go, uh, this is not good. Looks like a case of, case of fiends rot. One of the worst I've ever seen. <sighs> I wouldn't expect to see such a terrible disease out here. And the, uh, the other cleric kind of nods and goes, Yes, sir, I've, I've only heard about that from the books. They say it's native to the Nine Hells. Is that correct? And Araha Odell kind of nods and goes, Yes, this uh, most definitely must have been a night hag who delivered this. I'm not certain of any other who'd be so cruel to someone like Kren. He kind of takes a moment and you watch as he brings his hands together and you see this slight glow begin to form within them. And he goes, and you hear him sort of whisper a small prayer to uh, Tempest. Lend me your strength. As he kind of puts his hands out and he casts greater restoration upon Kren. You watch as Kren's entire body is engulfed in this kind of golden light, almost shimmering on the bed for a moment. It almost looks like, purely like angelic, as he kind of lies sort of fitfully shaking back and forward as this golden light just completely cocoons around him. And all of you watch as the black veins begin to slowly fade and color returns to his skin. And Mm. the Araha takes his hands back. He looks quite drained from casting the spell. You got the impression this... Especially you, Curtis, someone who is magically inclined, and you, Toph, with working with similar divine spells, that maybe this was probably the most powerful spell he can cast, and it's taken a lot out of him to do it. He watches the Araha, almost stumbles back, but he's, like some clerics tend to be, he is actually more of a uh, war-focused kind of guy. So he's a, he's a big, tough-looking dude, but even he looks a little bit faint after casting this. And he kind of puts a hand on his cleric's shoulder and goes... <sighs> You can all come closer now. I Hopefully I've done all I can to help our lord. And uh, Emmerich kind of pushes past you guys and gets a good look at Kren. And Kren starts to open his eyes and he sort of pushes himself up in the bed, kind of like shaking the sleep off. <sighs> what? What What the hell happened? Odell? Why, why are you here? What, what's going on? And, and we're all going to stand in the doorway like the bloody hobbits when Frodo's waking up. Bounce <laughs> <laughs> on his bed. Yeah, and I'm going to give him a proper, like, really kind of weird look from the doorway, like Sam does. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I actually kind of want to, um, yeah, want to give um, the the cleric a massive like high five for that spell because that was epic. <laughs> I don't think Kurt Kurt has never seen a spell of that kind of level cast before. You know, he he, he appreciates art. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Aaron Howardell gives you a little wink and then uh, turns back to Kren and goes, Seems you had a unfortunate run-in with a rather fiendish creature. I believe, and he kind of looks at Emmerich and Emmerich nods and he looks to you guys, you have your additional guard to thank for your safe return to the camp. Crane kind of rubs his eyes and looks at you three and goes, Wait, I I remember. And he looks at Dick and goes, You, you attacked an old woman? She had horns? 
I... I'm not quite sure what happened. I just... I remember wanting to do what she said, but I don't know why. It's very simple. I save your life. Now pay me money. We... We... Saved his life. There was no we. Kinda was. Did get there first. You faff about. Well, we went to check if it was actually you that was being led off into the woods and not someone else. We sent Dick off ahead to scout. Sent? Yes, meat and two veg. Sent. I didn't think he was waiting for his invisible friend, would he? I, I believe you will find. You said wait here till we get back. Dick, act on his own. Go save Kren. Wait for you. No Kren saved. Kren die. We were there in time. Men time enough to fart. Okay, it's alright, it's alright guys, let's just, let's just talk about this later, alright? Anyway, nice to see you again, Sam. Glad you're feeling a lot better. Thank you. Thank you. I, I do indeed feel much better. Um, If you would all give me a moment, I'll get ready. We have a, a long day ahead. And you see, Emery kind of looks at him like, Sirs, surely we should return to the sea. No, 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 I'm, I'm feeling much better, and I'm not going to have dragged us all out here for no reason, and put even more people in danger. We will get the artifacts, we'll go to Kaufarum and find out just what's gone on, and we'll set off immediately. Go, ready the horses, get the scouts out, scouting. I will get my armor and join you all shortly. And he kind of gives you that sort of dismissive look like, everyone get the fuck out. Um, uh, I think... Try and talk to, uh, talk to Arahar Adel, to be fair. Just follow him out. Okay. As you're doing, he Kren does seem to look back for a moment and goes, Dick, one moment, come here. Dick, yeah, go on, I'll go over. So as you all leave, he kind of calls Dick back and he, you walk over to the side of the bed as Kren kind of sits up and starts like wiping the sweat off his brow. And he does look a lot better, like the colors return to his cheeks and he looks focused. Do me an insight check before anything else. Okay. A ten. You don't really notice anything, but he does kind of he stares at you for a moment and goes, Yes, I I remember you did save my life. I am dismayed that my other guards weren't there, but Barrett was right. I, I needed the extra protection. You you were very useful. I he kinda shakes his head and like rubs his temples a little bit and goes I was not expecting an assassination attempt out in the wilds. That's not usual, especially not from devilish creatures like that. Perhaps I've been too lax, too too trusting. But you, you you stood there and you helped me. I want you to keep an eye out and on everyone. Just just make certain that make certain that nothing else happens. Understood? Dick understand. But uh creepy ladies not say she won't kill you. Say she won't make you weak. I would hardly trust the lies of a devil. Maybe so, but maybe other forces at work here too. Dick keep an eye on you though. Dick and Montel, good friends. We watch over you. He kind of squints at you when you say that, but he seems too preoccupied with his own thoughts to really question that sentence further. And goes, uh, <laughs> good, yes, go get ready and stay close. And he kind of gives you that dismissive look like he did with everyone else, like, get the fuck out. I'll sh- shoot him the guns and walk out. Okay. So you wanted to talk to Arahar Odell as he yeah. leaves the tent? 
Sure. What do you want to say to him? Sir, I mean, first of all, that was a mighty spell, and I'd love to learn that. I mean, if you had time to teach me, that would be amazing. But second of all, did you, did you say fiends rot? Uh, I did indeed. I, I mean, have you cured him completely of that, or should we be looking out for side effects from your treatment, or I don't know, I just, I, I don't want to miss anything. He nods, thought of this. That is good that you are thinking along those lines. Thien's rot is a terrible disease. Normally, only those that have visited the Nine Hells have a chance to catch it. I am uncertain myself whether there will be any further side effects. The Greater Restoration spell I cast is normally a strong enough divine ability to cure such things, but it will be worth keeping checks on Kren's health. His health, or, or is, would that include his mental well-being as well, or...? Um, anything that seems out of the ordinary. He will, knowing him, try push himself too hard. I fear that he will be a bit weaker than he expects, but... We will know within the next few days whether the, de- whether the disease will return or not. Will you be staying with us? Yes, I... I think I will. I'm not sure how difficult the rest of this little journey is going to be, but I feel I should at least stay nearby. He kind of taps his uh, mace that's uh, hanging from his belt and goes, I am no stranger to defending others. I feel a lot better that you're staying, so uh, yeah, we'll keep an eye out and obviously just let us know if you need anything and we can be of help. Thank you. What was your name, sorry? Toph. Toph. It was good to meet you, Toph. Lovely to meet you too, sir. And I go away and... You, you can wander back towards me. I've, I'm sat outside sort of the camp. The, the the guards are taking down our tent and stuff. I'm sort of perched on a barrel, just um, strumming away on the ether guitar. I've found an alcoholic beverage from somewhere as well. Of course you have. Yeah, Dick's quite the tent. Probably heading over towards you as well, Kurt. Um, I'm going to... Well, I'm, I'm going to say... You better not pay you a bonus and then beer you. Uh, I will take the beer and say, no, Dick is rather disappointed with this. Yeah, that's what you get for trying to save people. That seemed to be true. Mm. Dick looks off into the sunset, well, into the (laughs) distance rather quizzically. (laughs) The more you know. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Dick will remember that. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> maybe not. Uh, anyway, so I think, I guess we'll finish up any last kind of packing we need to do and find our horses and I will find someone to give me a boost into my saddle. Okay, you will find the uh, stable hands that have kind of come with you and helping things out are quite happy to do so. And you all get saddled up and set off on the trail again. Everyone seems kind of tense at first, but once Kren is back out fully armored and on his horse, everyone kind of relaxes a little bit. Then You see, his men respect him a lot and were quite nervous when the rumors had been going around that he'd been laid ill. Now that he kind of looks completely fine, as far as they're concerned, they're sort of in much better spirits as you guys ride hard towards Kolfarum. Um, 
as you pick up the trail, I'll say, Kurt, you'd notice this because you've noticed it a few times before. You notice that haziness, the heat haze that seems to cover the whole area where the caravan was, is appearing again, almost like a trail behind the people that you're following. Yeah, I'm gonna gonna let Toph and Dick know at least, because I assume we're all riding sort of roughly together. Uh, 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 guys, do you remember that um, that kind of heat haze I was talking about? The sort of seems like some kind of magical like effect in the air. I don't know. Don't really know how to describe it. You know, you remember I said it before, and you guys could see it too around Ooh, by the yeah. by the cart. Have a look around now. Just 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 look ahead. Along the trail we're following. Can you see it? Where's it coming from? I assume it's being given off by whatever these guys have taken. Or maybe them themselves. Hmm. You do think it's Kren, do you? Um. At that, I'm going to kind of pick up the pace and sort of get to the head of the column. To, to, or, to, or to at least where Kren is. And see if I can see it ahead of him as well. Yeah, as you run up to the head of the column, you do see it ahead of Kren. Okay. Uh, as as I kind of one up, I'm, I assume that's going to attract some attention. So I'll just be like, uh, Sam, just checking how you're feeling. Doing better? He gives you kind of a little curtain on. He goes, yes, yes, much better. It's good to be out in the fresh air. Morning rides, a good way to wake oneself up after a bad night. Good, good. Um, would, you, would you like some travelling music as we go along? Um... I suppose so. I mean, to keep spirits up. On the road again. So I'm just gonna, <laughs> as I start singing, I'm just uh, just gonna kind of slow my horse back down so I catch up with you guys and kind of. So 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 I'm not drawing too much attention because I'm not quite sure yet. I'm just gonna say, yeah, it's it's not him. It's um on the path as I'm sort of strumming away. Oh, well, that's a good shout then. At least it's, it's not him. Um, yeah, it's the artifact then. Either that or whoever's got it, whether it's the defenders or the attackers of the convoy. Hmm. Or do you think we're following the devils? Well, they came up around the same sort of time and place that it did. So honestly, could be anything. But it's it's, it's definitely the same as it was back there. But yeah, so I would keep an eye out. Could you not... uh, Is there no no kind of check that we could do to see if we can, like, realise who it's coming from almost i mean i guess it is is it it would would an um arcana check see if whether though that kind of shimmering is magical or not uh i'd say you could definitely tell that it is magical to some degree even without a check um from what you've seen so far it seems to be on the path in the direction that the people who fled the caravan have gone you wouldn't be able to tell at this point whether it's caused by them caused by the artifacts that they're carrying or caused by demons that may or may not be in the area so uh, have you told dick and tough this yeah yeah i told you to this right because uh, because because i'd already mentioned it to you guys before and you, we'd, yeah. we'd, you'd all been able to see the haze after i'd mentioned it right. um so yeah i'm telling you both now again but i'm not telling anyone else at the moment mm-hmm. just dick, dick think we should tell uh big cleric guy he he maybe see it too yeah, he seemed seemed reasonably trustworthy. Um, I'll, I'll I'll go have a word because I can describe it better. Dick, come with you just to be sure. Well, we all can if you like. Well, um, we'll just wait till he catches up. 
Sure. I, so you guys I, hang back a little bit as Odell kind of rides up to meet you all? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so, yeah, he's there. What do you say to him? He kind of nods towards you all as you approach. Hello again. Um, listen, we can you see that shimmering? He nods and kind of looks at you a little bit uh, curiously that you also have noticed it. He goes, yes, I've... Uh, Noticed it ever since we got on this trail. Well, it's not the first time I've seen it. I don't know if you've how much you've heard about uh, our little escapade so far, but when we found the cart where the artifacts had been taken from, it was all over that area. And just after we saw it, we got attacked by a bunch of demons. So he raises an eyebrow at you and goes, "Demons? You're certain?" Oh yeah. It's all right though, because I well, we turned into T Rexes and killed them. Ah, that old trick. It's a good one. It's not bad, is it? No, it's, mm. it's always a good, good, good bit of fun. Demons are never expecting, like, <laughs> Cretaceous creatures. <laughs> yes. Well, if demons are about, that's never a good sign. How did they... How did they appear? Uh, giant portals, I'd it say. Is, like, through a rift through time and space, it looked like to me. What she said curious and so no one there was no one there summoning them or casting some sort of spell to bring them forth not Not that we saw no he kind of strokes his chin a little bit and goes well that's very concerning and he kind of reaches his hand out to almost try to touch the shimmeriness and goes I wonder I wonder whether this whatever this is let them breach and kind of looks back to you all and goes we should be on guard. Dick's going to take that to move up towards where Sam is. Try and catch him up a bit. Okay. Um, anything you think we should try and do? Any ideas? Well, I'm afraid I'm no wizard. I don't know if there's any way to dispel this effect. But if it's... And this is only a theory, but if it's allowing creatures such as demons to breach into the prime material plane then who knows what else it would let through well i i could try dispelling it but hmm. maybe you should get off the path get off the path (laughs) um dick do me a perception check as you move to the head of the column perceive 13 13 with a 13 you hear a faint noise in the distance it sounds a little bit like in the dis- to- towards where we're going or behind us? Towards where you're going. Uh, I'm going to tell everybody to stop. Who? Or try to. What do you say? Stop, now wait! Kren turns his head toward you. What? What is it? Something in the distance. Dick can hear it. You not hear it. Can I take a um, perception check and see if I can... Yeah, yeah. Oh, once, I mean, um, you and Toph can now. Now that Dick's shouting that out for everyone to pay attention... Uh, Kren okay. kind of raises his hand and signals for everyone to slow down. And yeah, take your uh, perceptions. 27 from me. 19. With a 27, you just, on the faintness of the winds, hear what sounds like screams. So I'm going to shout so everyone can hear me. Screams up ahead. Someone's in trouble. As you do that, you see the scouts that ride out ahead of the column start rapidly coming back towards you. 
And in fact, you notice four scouts went out and only two are returning. They approach Kren and basically don't really try to hide what they're going to say. Sir! Sir! They're under attack, sir! We have to hurry! What? What's... What, who's under attack? The settlement? Where's... The, why are there only two of you? What happened? They got us, sir. They, they flew down from above and grabbed them off their horses. I... We gotta hurry. They're under attack. Demons just everywhere. Horrible monsters. Crane kind of turns to everyone and kind of signals. Right, ride up. Let's move the fuck out and get there quickly. I'll stick close to Kren during this. Okay. Uh, I think, yeah, we'll, we'll all move up. You all head off at a accelerated pace, but you notice that the scouts lead you guys off the main path that would have led to the settlement and kind of post you up a little bit to the side so that you would effectively run parallel to where the settlement is. As when you start to get a little bit closer and the relatively well-fortified town comes into view, you notice a few things. One, that it does have rather decent walls. Two, that it has been built on... It'd be generous to call it a mountain as the back of it. It's more like a prominent hill. And the outer wall is almost like an, a semicircle that comes out from the wall. On the side where the main gate is that leads to the road that you were previously following, you see a horde of demons charging at the gates, hurling flame and lightning. You watch as more of these little rifts open up in the sky and flying creatures swoop down, these sort of shadowy, vulture-like creatures, and they pick up a couple of dwarves that were stood on top of the fortifications that were firing arrows out against the horde and just drop them so that the demons below can get their little claws on them and tear them to shreds. This whole place is under siege. Uh, Kurt's going to shout to everybody, well, just to, at, least, at least to his comrades and those, those in sort of close hearing distance, maybe this is a bad idea. Everyone get around Cran. You all can. I didn't think we were under attack yet. Obviously, we're just... Just in well. case. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, not not yet. Uh, they don't seem to have seen you yet, and they're all kind of... You've gone kind of off the beaten path, and it seems the demons are focused on trying to tear through the main gate and the walls. You all kind of huddle around as the uh, the guards begin to make kind of a, a wide circle around Kren to keep him protected. I as, mean, what, 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 what kind of numbers are we looking at here? Uh, for the demons... Yeah. In total, your rough estimate, you'd say maybe 50 are pouring through at the moment trying to attack the front gate. But you can also see a number of dwarves on the battlements firing arrows and throwing rocks. They're holding their own. They seem at least to be armed and armored. It is proving difficult for the demons to just break through. You get a good look at the fortifications at this point, and they're actually quite sturdy. You see a bit of uh, dwarven engineering coming in handy, and with the back of the city effectively, back of the town, sorry, effectively being this small mountain, it's hard for anyone to kind of sneak around on them. So they are doing well holding their own, but you don't know how long they could last. How many? How many do we have with us? At the moment, you set off with 25 guards, plus Kren, plus the three of you, and two died. Okay. Um, but we've got Arahara yeah. down now, and yeah. his yeah. cleric to replace those two, so it's 25 plus three, so we've got 28. There's 50 of them. At the moment. At but, the moment. But the, the, odds, the odds don't seem too bad at the moment. Um, it's just whether, we, whether that rifts are going to close by itself, whether we can close it ourselves. Uh, I guess... Um, 
Dick's just going to look at Kren and go, Yeah. Seems like it's up to you, big guy. Kren kind of surveys the scene before him, and you see he kind of starts looking towards the front gate. You see he's probably trying to consider whether it's possible to break through there. But then he scans his eyes along the side of the fortifications, and he sees there is a second gate back towards the edge of the mountain that is also under attack, but by fewer demons. You notice there's only one rift there and a few more of these shambling, horde-like creatures just start pouring through, but it's far less assaulted at the moment. And he kind of signals to Emmerich to get everyone ready. He wants to charge the second gate and try break through before it gets worse. Can I, can I, can I inside check him? You can do, yeah. Uh, 17. Mm. 17? Yeah. Let me do a roll for Kren. Okay. Um, the read you get from Kren is he's trying to think about this logically. He's concerned for his people as they are under attack. He knows that it's a lot easier to defend a position from behind the walls. So you get a rough estimate of what he's planning. He wants to get through where the enemy is weakest and then signal the dwarves to let him inside with his people and then they can help reinforce. Okay, okay. Sound plan. No weakness. Sounds good. Ah, uh, shit, we're going for a cavalry charge, aren't we? Yep. I've never been in a cavalry charge, guys. I don't think it's a good idea for me, but <laughs> never mind. Uh, Dick, can you do me a solid, mate? What do you need? Can you ride along next to me? If the horse tries to get out from under me, I'm not sure I'm strong enough to control it. How about you sit on, sit on Dick's shoulders? Uh, I appreciate the offer, but kind of good on my own horse just just want you want you by my side you seem strong enough to keep the horse in a straight line dick is very long and strong yeah dick I keep know. an eye on you cheers mate damn it i really wanted like a rocket raccoon sat on my shoulder <laughs> <laughs> may, may, maybe later when when when, when, <laughs> when shit goes south <laughs> dick just turning around roaring you know, <laughs> while i'm just like casting spells off your shoulder <laughs> exactly how yeah, cool yeah, would yeah. that be <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 don't worry don't worry there's still time Yay. <laughs> <laughs> so kren kind of calls everyone around and starts laying out his plan and you see that the guards get into position and kind of form a wedge to break through the demonic lines. Arahar Odell kind of heads to the front as you see he seems quite uh, up for the idea of being one of the more powerful spellcasters there to help break through and what we're going to do is as you all form up and charge through, we're going to do a sort of skill challenge. It's going to be a little bit different than usual. So effectively, you're going to try break through the lines, and I want you all to roll initiative, so we have it in order. And okay. we're going to see how it goes as you try to get to the gate. Uh, an 11 from Kurt. 14 from Toph. Then... Uh, 21. Yes. <laughs> dick gets to roll twice. Yes, he does. Because he's a dick. <laughs> well, well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hence the name. <laughs> At least he's being honest. He's, okay. he's, he's, he's a dick, and his dick is out. Yeah, <laughs> double meaning there. So the way this is going to work, as you guys charge towards the demonic horde, at slowly growing in size, you can use any skill you want to use, or you can use an attack, or you can use a spell. What I want you to do is roleplay for me what's going to happen and how you try to use it to get the enemies away from you, to save people, all that sort of thing. 
Okay. Just so skill checks and and um, attacks. Exactly. It? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So, as Crane kind of gets you all sorted and signals the charge, you see um, Guard Captain Emmerich and Araha Odell are kind of forming the tip of the spear as you crash towards the line of demons that don't notice you. Araha Odell swings his mace and this burst of divine energy kind of novas out from it, sending multiple demons back to the abyss as they literally disintegrate under his attack, leaving a small gap for you to start working your way through. Emmerich kind of impales one of them on the end of a glaive that he's got and like cuts its head off as this like blackish ichor starts dribbling out all over the place. And Dick, as he does this, you watch a horned goat-like creature leap out from the horde and he's going to try to stab at Araha Odell's warhorse. What are you going to do? Uh, I'm thinking I'm thinking a flex check or a leap from my horse and like basically try and like, kick it. Okay. <laughs> like, like, going to try and drop kick the fucker. Go for it. <laughs> Is that uh, an acrobatics check or an unskilled strength? Uh, well, you're picking. It's your skill. What do you want to use? Uh, I will go for a flex. Why not? Athletics? Okay. And a 20. 20. Nice. As this kind of like goat-like humanoid creature with this long barbed tail leaps over a number of other demons, he jumps like 20 feet into the air, lands and goes to stab his barb-like tail into the side of Araha Odell's horse. You jump off your own horse and just drop kick him square in the head, breaks one of his horns and sends him scattering into this horde of demons that just sort of swarm over him. Odell kind of turns around and kind of gives you a nod like, Oh, thank you. I didn't notice that one. Uh, yeah, what happened yeah. to staying by my side? Well, as he's doing <laughs> that, I'm going to kip up like the rock does and be like, yeah! and get stuck in. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Fucking half orcs, man. <laughs> <laughs> <We're so cool. laughs> as he does that, Toph, you see a number of those small undead creatures called the Manes that have attacked you earlier start to swarm out of the rift and all head towards you with all these little claws kind of scrabbling. What do you do? Ooh, I will cash a lele because why not? Okay. That's my bonus action. Um, and I was thinking about casting Bless on myself and the other two so they can whenever a target makes an attack roll or saving throw before the spell ends the target can roll a d4 and add the number to the roll to the attack roll or saving throw and i thought that's quite handy okay yeah. so you're trying to use your blessing to like ward them off is that your idea um it just help us through this challenge <laughs> is, is it a bonus action or an action it's an action okay Okay, well, if you burn the spell for that, I will count this as a success. Okay. Okay, so as you kind of take that moment to uh, think about your divine energy flowing through, you give a silent little prayer to Shantia as all these little, tiny little undead manes come sort of scrabbling towards you. And just as they start to dig their claws into your like calf and climb up on your horse, this glow of blessed energy kind of washes out from around you and sends them skittering away like I oh, know they burns it burns and they also run back towards the rift sounds good next up Kurt you watch as Kren kind of goes ahead a little bit and sweeps down with uh, Oathkeeper taking the head off this 
large, disfigured-looking demon with his tentacle arm. Lops it clean off. But then you notice Crank kind of coughs and almost stumbles from his horse for a moment. As you watch as this large, mosquito-like creature comes flying towards Kren. It has this huge, needle-like proboscis, and it's going to stab straight into his throat as he's kind of coughing and, like, leaning over. It's, like, twice the size of Kren. What do you do? Uh, I'm going to... Okay, I'm going to chuck a bardic inspiration at Kren. Okay. And then I'm going to cast... Ooh, what am I going to cast? Um, well, I'm assuming they're evil. Oh, so they seem I'm, to be. <laughs> I'm going to chuck a protection from evil and good onto um, onto Kren as well. Okay. So as you do that, this uh, mosquito-like creature is coming closer and closer, and you start to hear this horrifying droning sound from its wings that just sort of causes you to almost like cringe down and try to cover your ears and try to deafen yourself from it as you just let off your spell as the creature tries to land in front of Kren and attack him as your bardic magic flares up and deflects the attack and Kren, using his little bit of extra inspiration, spins round and just impales it in the throat, breaking through its thorax and like almost bifurcating this thing with Oathkeeper. And that is a success. Nice. Dick. How many of these do we have to do? Well, that was one round. So you have <laughs> successfully completed one round. How many rounds are there? Yeah, you don't know yet. You don't know. <laughs> As Two rounds. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Depends what you do. I like it, though. Yeah. So as you push deeper into the horde, and you're now effectively the uh, the wedge formation starting to break apart a little bit, you, but you're in the middle of the swarm of demons. Dick, you notice ahead, uh, just ahead of you, a creature that, as an orc, you've heard legends and rumors of, because it looks almost orc-like but covered in black and red spines and horrifying horns and carrying this massive greatsword that looks like it was just made out of bone and iron just slammed together in a haphazard fashion. You recognize this thing as a Tanaruk. It's kind of a horrifying augmentation to an orc where they get imbued with demonic blood. It is crazed and it is charging towards the gate. What do you do? Um, shit. <laughs> I'm thinking I'm going to rage I'm going to how, how big are we talking this thing is like I'm 6'4 are we talking like this is way bigger no he's about 7 foot so he's a hulking right. bigger than a regular orc effectively yeah but he yeah. is he looks like a wall of muscle yeah yeah but it, what I mean is if I'm running at it I'm not running into its knee no no <laughs> the point. right um Fine, so, yeah, what I'm going to do is, um, well, that? let me play it. Uh, I'm going I'm to rage, because um, that gives me advantage on strength checks. Okay. Um, and I'm going to run at it, and with my shield master ability, I'm just going to try and, like, just knock it back a couple of feet just to s- slow it down a bit. Okay, you have to attack to do that, though, right? Uh, yes, I do. So, yep. like I say, so it'd be an attack. Make an attack roll. roll. Go for it. See if you hit him. Would this thing technically be flanked? No, you are in the middle of a massive melee. Everyone's kind of aware, and he's actually more backed up by demons than you are by people. Fair enough. Uh, and can I add? No, oh, it's to attack rolls, isn't it? That plus d four. And um, yeah, less is to attack rolls, right? 
yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, so you can add a d4. Why not? Do see, it. See if it hits. It probably won't. Come on. One. <laughs> so your total of a 14 yeah. just just hits. Yes! Yay. He's not wearing armor, thank God. <laughs> yeah, he is a almost as naked as you demonic orc. <laughs> Fair enough. Almost. Almost. <laughs> yeah, he's, 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 he's hiding his privacy because even though he's crazed and demonic, he still has some modicum of decency. Oh, oh, <laughs> butt plug in, and that's just covering that. Lovely. Well, <laughs> whatever you like to imagine there, Flo. <laughs> you do you, Flo. You do you. Yeah. Uh, I always do. <laughs> that feels like more of a shot at Matt, but you know. I was going to say. <laughs> I, uh, I don't need to be. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> I've so, got a big dick. I've got big dick energy. That's all I want to say to everyone out there, all our listeners. It's in the podcast. It's canon. It's in the podcast now. It's canon. I have a big dick. <laughs> Deal with it. <laughs> uh, so, Dick, you charge forward, going into a rage as your these like blood vessels in your eyes start to burst, giving you this almost a demonic look yourself. As you charge and stab your longsword into the side of this creature, it turns and growls at you, and then you batter it with your shield right in its face, causing it to stumble back a few feet, completely distracting it from the gates. You see a few uh, dwarven guards at the top of the gate look quite relieved that this monstrous orc isn't going to start smashing down the front door, but it does turn and face you and kind of lets out this bellowing roar and brandishes his sword at you. And uh, that is your round. He's going to try and smash in your back door now. Uh, Yeah. Toph. As that's going on up ahead, you notice that another rift opens next to the one that's currently letting demons through. As you see this, a large gorilla-like arm covered in red fur starts to come through and grabs the rift on both sides and starts trying to tear it open even wider. What do you do? Jesus Christ, what do I do with that? Have you got any magic to shoot at it? You can also use skills, but you just have to RP me something. Um... We do have my hyena and gorilla, right? Yeah, they are mm-hmm. with you. I'll let you use them on your turn to effectively do something or, for the skill challenge. Or have they disappeared because it's been overnight? It's you're going for twenty four no. hours. Right? Oh, it's twenty four hours. Yeah, it's twenty four hours. You also have an, an, a third ball you can throw as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just chuck more animals at this shit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, if you yeah. want to send your pets to uh, the abyss, I'll let you sacrifice them to close the rift. Oh, that is almost tempting. Yeah. That is, because I don't know what this thing is. Actually, and I get, because I had a long rest, I have three balls again. Well, no, you you, you can't have no? more than three Wait. creatures alive at, around at the same time. We either, we either do the, the 24 hours as they disappear overnight, or we do it. I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure you can't have... But, no, no, I think what she's saying is she sacrifices them because they were from another day. Surely then she'd have three she could make. Yeah. Yes, I was yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, you couldn't have five, for example. Yeah. Oh no, no, yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah. no, 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 no! I no, could. No, no, I'll okay. have three pokeballs open at the same time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but sorry, sorry. Just watch the Pokemon movie. Giant, gor- giant gorilla. <laughs> I choose you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I've got. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna send my giant hyena and gorilla at the fucking rift. And... Uh, they- they, they, they turn to look at you and look all too human in their eyes as they realize what you're commanding them to do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry! 
Okay, so the pair of them go running towards the rift, just as this giant, red, demonic-looking gorilla starts to come through. It has got horrifying tusked maw. It literally looks like a supersized gorilla, like a mini King Kong, but demonic. And it starts to pull its way through the rift as your own great ape goes to meet it and clashes its hands against his in like a test of strength. And for a moment, you think your gorilla's gonna win. And then you watch as this creature known as a Balgora breaks both of the ape's hands and starts to push him towards the ground. At that moment, your giant hyena leaps over your gorilla, latches onto the Balgora's neck, and drags him back to the abyss, and all three of them fall through the rift as it closes behind them. Yay! No actual animals were harmed in the making of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's good. I'm sad well, now. You don't want to go one-on-one with it, do you? Come on. No, no exactly. <laughs> I'm sad now. Oh, Kurt. You're up. As you're riding behind in the middle of this uh, column that's trying to break through, you hear a voice behind you. What's up, bro? I'm gonna go get my swole body back just after I rip your fucking spine out! You turn, expecting to see the Glasbrazu, and you see a tiny little mains has climbed up on the back of your horse. (laughs) (laughs) You get the distinct impression that failure in the abyss leads to demotion. (laughs) <laughs> oh man he I is going to try claw your eyes out <laughs> oh man I can't wait to see what they do to you after this um, and I'm going to cast th- uh, thunder clap yeah Okay. I'm going to cast thunder clap if you thought they took the piss out of you before mate <laughs> just you wait Boom! And then you cast Thunderclap from the back of your horse. (laughs) And I snap my fingers. Yeah. As this wave of thunder energy washes out around you, the mains just gets knocked flying back into the distance. He kind of like disappears into the sky like Team Rocket did in the old Pokemon show. (laughs) (laughs) They're blasting off again. Uh, we, 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 we've coloured this episode now, haven't we? (laughs) Just going to be Pokemon references. Yes. (laughs) Okay, there's a success from you, Kurt. Dick, you are currently fighting the Tanaruk in front of the gate. It grabs you by the throat and slams you up against the gate door. But instead of going for you, it's going to swing for the locking mechanism and attempt to break it open. What do you do? Um, I'm definitely pinned. Can I not? Is there any way that I can, like, squeeze out? Ah, you'd have to do some sort of athletics check, but I... If you're going to squeeze out, I want to know what you're doing with that athletics to uh, stop him breaking the lock. So my idea is to squeeze out, and then when I hit the floor, like kind of spring off and try and bash him back again with my shield. Okay, so I want you to make me to do both of those. I want you to do me in athletics, and I want you to make an attack. Okay, and I get advantage on the athletics because it's a strength check. Yep, because you're raging. Yes. So a 23. Nice. You hit him. And an attack. Yeah, so 20. 20. Okay. So at the 23, you kind of grab his gnarly, clawed hand and sort of break his fingers back to push him away from your throat. And then you stab him right underneath the ribcage and then body check him back away from the gate as he swings and misses the uh, lock. 
and the gate is currently safe as the dwarves look down and see you and go, Ah! Reinforcements! Come on, get your men close and we'll let you in! And that is the end of your turn, Dick. Toph. Again? <laughs> Indeed. Toph, as you're running up to the gate and most of the armed forces are almost there now, you notice a number of guards get swarmed and they're being torn apart just to your left. Are they being swarmed by things in the air? Uh, no, they're being swarmed by a mix of the little mains creatures and a few of these slightly larger uh, greenish pig-faced monster things. They're like upright walking pigmen with claws is my best description of what the hell this creature is. Mm. Let me just scroll through my spells. So if you have anything like Gandalf and the big light that he shines yeah. out from his stick, that would be really cool right now. Just, just as long as you shout, beam, as you get. <laughs> <laughs> if, you're yeah. still, if you're still on horseback, why don't you just, like, you could just ride into them and, like, you know... Bash them. Yeah, Bar get, get stuck Bar in. Barrel in and start smacking. Yeah, could do. You know, you stood over the guys protecting them as well, because you're on the horse, so... Oh, or you, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, or you could give them aid, maybe, and boost their toughness and resolve. But, yeah, I, I think... Just hitting them, go for something that's quite just yeah rudimentary. Yeah, just 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 wade in with your stick. Yeah, cool. And then with that comes divine strike, doesn't it? Yep, on your first hit. First I'm assuming, hit. You're, assuming you're going to use your horse to like bash as many of them out of the way as you come through, and sort of get get them to pull back. Yeah, because if you use your horse like a battering ram. Yeah, I'm trying to like part the Red Sea of you know the mains and and the people i'm trying to help and uh clubbing them at the same time okay roll me an attack roll nice 23 and 14 plus element of my choosing uh lightning lightning <laughs> you're, like, you're like female thor coming in on <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so you turn your horse around and head towards these guards that are just under assault, raise your club into the air, and this bolt of lightning seems to just strike out of it, electrifying the whole area as you come crashing down on these demons, literally exploding the first one you hit in this all these little bolts of electricity going everywhere. It gives the guards just enough time to kind of gather themselves up from the floor and start heading towards the gate. Success. Yeah, just imagining tough like in that moment in Inf Infinity War when Thor just rocks up. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> such a great moment. Yeah. Mm. And Kurt, fitting as you are the bard of the party, it is time for the big finale. As all the guards are heading towards the gate, you hear the dwarves that are at the top go, Hold them back for just a moment and we'll get the gate open. We'll let you in. And Kurt, as you see the demonic hordes pouring towards you from these rifts, what do you do to hold them back? Um... Hmm. All right, so I could could try a phantasmal force. What do you? What do you? Oh, I don't know. Uh, I can't remember that's actually. Let me just one sec. One sec. Just want to see if this is a AOE. I can't remember or a target of a creature. No. Okay then. In which case, I. I'm going to do something that I don't normally do, and I'm going to attack the enemy. Jesus Christ. 
And to do that, I'm going to lob a fireball. Ooh. Nice. Because I have one spell, <laughs> pretty much, <laughs> that does a lot of damage. That's what I'm going to do. So I'm going to lob a big-ass motherfucking fireball behind us right into the big heart of where the nearest demons are. Okay. So as all the guards go rushing past you, and you kind of take that moment to stop and turn and face the horde by yourself, just one small halfling bard against I'm just, the horde I'm just, of demons. As, as, as I do, I'm just going to look up and go, ladies and gentlemen, can I introduce Mr. Kurt Van Helsing? <laughs> You make a fart noise, do you? I just throw this fireball. Yeah, well, imagine a cooler sound effect there. (laughs) Insert cool sound effect here. Yeah. (laughs) You do that, and all these smaller demons are heading towards you, and you start noticing that larger demons are beginning to pull their way through other rifts, and you let loose a fireball right in the middle of their midst. These demons don't have a lot of health, so even if they are naturally resistant to fire, the sheer shock of the moment blows them all backwards and engulfs them completely in flames as the door behind you to the settlement opens and you watch as Kren starts signaling everyone to get inside and you turn and run towards safety. Uh, I'm actually going to just, as the as the horse rides, I'm still just going to be facing them. I'm just going to be flipping them off with both hands. <laughs> as I ride on through, tongue out, middle fingers up. Real mature. <laughs> I never said I was mature. <laughs> Okay, and you all get inside just as the gate slams shut behind you. You have successfully completed getting into the settlement. Woo! Yay! Congratulations. Uh, I'm just going to rock a little solo now. (laughs) (laughs) You know, just insert guitar music. (laughs) Okay, so you all get inside the settlement and you notice that pretty much every dwarf who can hold a weapon is up on the battlements. You see there's a few civilians kind of running back and forth, trying to provide additional arrows, do everything they can to protect themselves. Kren looks around and calls over to one of the citizens who is just in the middle of picking up some more arrows goes, How long has this been going on? What's happening here? What's happening? Did did someone arrive before the demons? And this dwarf kind of looks around a little bit confused. Um, yes, head towards the mountain. That's where the civilians are. I think someone showed up before. A few people do, traders and the like, but uh, I don't know what's going on, though, um, apart from, you know, demons killing everyone, and he kind of runs off towards the guards. Uh, Kren starts directing his own guardsmen to provide support on the barriers, and you watch as a lot of the guards who you helped get into the building, uh, get into the settlement, start heading out towards the ramparts and picking up weapons of their own or swapping to their bows and arrows and crossbows and start trying to fend off the demons. Emmerich and Araha Odell stay with Kren, as the three of you, I presume, do as well, as he yeah. starts striding towards the base of the small mountain. Once you get there, you notice there is a door, like a large double door that's slightly ajar at the moment, but it looks like they're getting ready just to shut it whenever they have to. And you see a number of little small dwarven faces just sort of behind in the darkness there, kind of looking out at you. As Kren approaches, he goes, Everyone, we're here to provide relief. I think I know what the demons are here for. If we can hold them off long enough, perhaps perhaps we can get them away from this point and stop the attack. I must know, we were following three people. Has anyone strange arrived this morning? 
and a couple of the dwarves start to murmur to each other, and this one older dwarf with this long grey beard, and he's got kind of like slightly thinning hair on top, kind of hobbles out and goes, I... There were three elves showed up this morning. Two of them badly wounded. We took them below in the mountain to get treatment, but I don't know what's happened to them since. Not long after the demons showed up and started trying to get invade, trying to burn everything they see. If you're looking for them, they should still be below. Thank you for coming in our hour of need. We can't offer much in the way of hospitality, just if you think you can get these demons away from us by finding these elves, then be my guest. And he kind of pulls the door open more and lets all of you inside. And as you walk, this is like, um, you can tell that these guys, that this has always been a dwarvish settlement. Because you see the outside of the town is, it's nice enough, it's got a few buildings. But the inside has been completely mined out, going deep into this small mountain. They've kind of really made it their own. But you see in this sort of chamber that you all walk into, this is where most of the civilians are currently cowering and hiding those that aren't really capable of fighting or defending but you see a few of the ones who are too young to be out on the battlements and a few of the older people are clutching weapons and just sort of trying to give themselves what comfort they can Kren walks past them and starts heading down into the mountain proper and take it do you all follow yeah i think so yeah question is dick still raging or no your rage will end Right, okay, okay. As does uh, Bless, which I think, yeah. is that ten minutes? No, one minute. One minute, okay, so Bless is gone as well. As you all start making your way down the mine, you notice a room off to the side that seems to have a bed and one dead elf on it. Mm. Looks like one of them didn't make it then. Can, can I investigate it? Yeah, go for it. Not my strong suit, but... Uh, a 19. Mm. 19. So looking about the room, it clearly seems that this elf either by himself or his com- his uh, comrades were trying to provide some sort of medical attention, but he looks to have been badly wounded. You're almost surprised he even made it this far as he's covered in stab wounds and what maybe maybe claw marks? It's hard to tell. But this man was viciously wounded and got here on sheer willpower. He does appear to be a high elf and he is dressed quite well, not like a noble, but someone who is at least quite well off. Someone who would have been part of a uh, a royal party delivering artifacts. Yeah, okay, okay. No signs of any black veins or anything on him? No, no, he just looks bloodied and dead. Fair enough, fair enough. Straight back to Quen's side, then. Okay. Are you doing anything else in the room? Uh, I'm, I'm going to ask you what you saw and just see if you want to explain to me. I'll explain about the elf itself, himself, you know, in that it looked like he was kind of, had a lot of little stab wounds and a lot of claw marks and stuff, but nothing about the actual room because I looked at the elf. Mm-hmm. But I'll, I, you know, I'll make, obviously from what I'm saying, you'll understand that I didn't really look at the room. Yeah. Mm. One of the, po- obviously one of the poor fuckers we've been trailing. Yeah, seem to be. Uh, but he got here. He must, he must have big heart. Well, wow. I'm sure they can find out in the autopsy anyway. Ooh! <laughs> oh, dear man. 
Mm. <laughs> I look unfazed. It's been a long day. Nick's just going to look at you slightly disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> so, after investigating that and not really finding a great deal other than the fact he's just dead, you all continue down deeper into the mountain. Eventually you come across what once would have been a large set of doors made out of iron, but now appear to have been horribly torn apart. The iron is bent and shattered. It looks like some sort of explosion went off. And in fact, you can still see little bits of flame, magical flame, in fact, are scattered along the ground. And you can see another elf. This one, as best you can tell, still alive, is clutching his side, which is horribly burnt. And he's kind of like breathing heavy with his eyes closed. Mm. What? Perception check on him? What are you trying to find out? Um, if he looks like he's been attacked by the same thing as what we saw upstairs. Okay, do me a perception. Twelve. With a twelve, he looks like he got blown the fuck up. Ooh. Like by an actual explosion? Yeah, you can tell from looking at the door that seems to have exploded. He must have been caught in that. Okay. But he's still breathing. He seems to still be alive at the moment. Flipping it, what happened to you, mate? As you approach, he kind of opens his eyes a little and goes, Thank thank the gods, someone... And he almost passes out, and then like the pain seems to sear through him, and he kind of opens his eyes again. You must... You must stop him. You must hurry. I don't know what he's planning to do, but it can't be good. Oh, gods, we should never have brought it. I didn't realize... Stop. Stop, Jensik. He has the chest. He, he, he tricked me. And he kind of looks towards the door. He goes, told me it wasn't trapped. Said I had to open it for him. He's, he's not one of us. And he almost passes out from that. And he kind of like steals himself as he kind of leans to one side, clutching his burned arm and flesh. He looks not far from death. Does anyone want to chuck him a heel? Yeah, I can do. I, was say, I have no heels. <laughs> well, I've, 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 I've got heels, but not many, so... But what kind of heels can I do? Sorry. Uh, Give him a cure wounds. Or... Yeah. yeah. Okay. Give him a cure wounds. I will cast it just so that I know that I've done it. Okay. Mm, 13. 13. Nice. You do cast Cure Wounds on him, and it seems to ease his pain, but he is horribly hurt. Like, he is, his arm is almost completely gone, and he is covered in nasty burns. But his eyes do just sort of open just a little bit and goes, Thank you. Which, which way did he go? Where are we going, mate? He, he went through the door. Went deeper into the mine, towards the vault, I think. Anything else you can tell us? What what does he look like? I thought, I thought he looked like a like another high elf. He looked like one of us. He was tall, long, blonde hair. But after he thought I was too dead to carry on, he removed his hat, and his body changed. His skin became pale, so pale. His eyes dark, his hair white, 
he was not one of us. I fear he was of the Shadowfell. I fear he was Shadowkar. Shadowkai. Sorry. My mispronunciation is all over the place. That's all right. So guys, guys, we need to look out for, for a high elf or a goth. Was just, oh. Does anybody know what that meant? Could we... I'll, yeah. I'll say well, uh, Kurt can do a history check, unless any of you are also proficient in history. No. No, uh, just Kurt. I will give it a punt. Uh, a two, so no. <laughs> I never never paid a great deal of attention in no. history at school. You um, you know there are different types of elves. You've heard of different types of elves. You've yeah. maybe heard of the Shadowfell. You weren't really paying attention. You were a bit drunk. Yeah. Uh, just sounds like a different type of elf, but more, well, pale. Okay, we're looking, we're looking for a pale elf. Yeah. Pale ale, you say? Yeah, I almost said that. Yeah, I, I could do one of those. <laughs> Any, anyone got a pale ale? No? Okay, never mind. <laughs> uh, Is this guy going to die? You, well, no, I've eased his suffering. You've eased his suffering. I mean, if he doesn't get medical attention, like proper, full restorative healing over time, he'll probably die, but for now, he seems stable. Uh, medic! Thank you so for your help. We'll, we'll try and find this thing. So we, do we want to ask him any other questions before we move off? Um, um, I, don't, I just, just, I'm, I'm not, I don't have anything in mind. I'm just, just wondering. What, what were you, what were you carrying? Artifacts from, from my homelands. At least that's what I was told. I, am beginning to question, question everything he said. Did you, did you get a look in the chest at all? No, I... I didn't see what was inside, but... He said there were... There were three... Three powerful artifacts. I don't know... I don't remember exactly what happened. All my friends... Died. I think maybe the chest opened at one point. But it was closed when I got back to it. And then we... We dragged it over here. Dragged it to where we were supposed to. But then... Another one of my friends died, and Yensik said said they were after us, so we had to get to the vault, get away from prying eyes, and try to use the artifacts ourselves. He wasn't making a lot of sense, but he was in charge. He, I followed on with what he was saying. He asked me to open the door with my lockpicks. Didn't tell me I was trapped. <laughs> Can I inside check him? Yeah, I go for it. Fifteen. As far as you can tell, he seems to be telling the truth. Dick's just gonna like lean over to Cran and the rest of the room. Like, he said, prying guys. Creepy lady talk about prying guys. Watching her. Is that so? I suggest we find this Yensik and stop him from using these artifacts, whatever they are. Such a such a man cannot be allowed to wield such power. Indeed, he can't. Right. Should we should we move on then? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But being on guard. Okay. As you move past the exploded doorway, Kurt, you realize as you're going down the corridors that that heat haziness is all over this place. Almost as if it's a trail leading right to where these artifacts are. As you spot that, a tear begins to open next to you. 
and a large claw reaches out. As Araha Odell steps forward and smashes it to the side, this large glasbrazu, similar to the one you saw before but even bigger, pushes its pincer-like arms through the rift and starts fighting with Araha Odell and Guard Captain Emmerich. The Guard Captain turns to you all. Run! Get down there and grab these artifacts quickly! We'll hold them off here! But be quick! I don't know how long we can face these things! Kren kind of nods quickly and starts to run down the corridor. I'll keep up with him. Yeah, yeah I'll, 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 I'll stay just a couple of steps behind, but moving quickly. Okay. As you get down to what looks to be the bottom level, you see ahead of you a door that's opened and a light coming from inside. What do you do? Are you going to stealth to approach or just try to walk in? What's Kren doing? Uh, Kren is far enough away that he hasn't made a choice yet. I was just letting you guys as a team decide what you want to do. He would probably uh, just walk up to it otherwise. But I would have put my hand on his shoulder and tell him that we'll go up quietly and we'll stealth up. He nods at you. Sounds prudent. We don't know. We don't know what this man's doing in here. All of you roll me a stealth. Uh, 25 from me. A 21! I am a tiny stealthy Jesus motherfucker. Jesus Christ. You, you are being very... Well, you are naked, so you don't make a lot of noise. Damn it! You are heavily... You're right, medium armoured. That's pretty <laughs> impressive. Roll the 20. Okay, so I'll say this. Kren rolled quite low because the three of you rolled so high. As a group, you kind of help him get closer and stay stealthy. You approach the door and peer inside and inside is a massive vault that is covered in jewels and gold it's got large storage chests it looks like these dwarves have been very busy in this mountain and maybe there's some sort of gold vein down here or gems and they've been trading but they are doing well for themselves and in the middle of the room you see an elven man with a large chest open in front of him. He reaches down inside the chest and pulls out an object. Ooh, let's try and stop him before he does that. I was going to say, yeah. Um, I'm guessing that's not an actual elf. Uh, well, one of our elves. Well, you see him as he stood there. He is dressed in kind of dark le leather armor. And he does seem to fit the description of this elf, Jensik, with his pale skin and white shock of hair, dark eyes, and yeah, looking very much like a goth high elf. Do you want to cast hold person? You can Ooh. give it a go. He has, okay, cast me the spell. He has the item in his hand already, and he's sort of standing up with it, and he's starting to say, Ah, finally, finally it's mine. Oh. Oh, praise be. And are you going to cast a spell? What do you think? Yeah, go for it. Give it give it a go. No, I'm talking about you. You have the spell. Oh, me? I yeah. thought you had it as well. No, that's what I was yeah. trying to think. You about. Yeah, screw it. I'll, I'll cast whole person on him then. Um. 16. Uh, so he is paralyzed unless he passes and gets saved at the end of each of his turns. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you cast whole person on him, and with a natural two, he fails the wisdom save. He holds completely still, holding the object in his hand. Walk in. He kind of darts his eyes towards the group of you as you walk into the room. You fools! You fools! It's too late. 
The power will be mine. Your pitiful little spell won't hold me forever. <laughs> Someone get that fucking thing out of his hand. Uh, yeah, go on. I'll take it out of his hand. Dick, do me a perception check as you start to approach. All right, okay. 22. Mm. Oh, nice. 22. You see the artifact that he is holding. It currently looks like a cube the size of a normal human's fist. It is covered completely in runes and sigils, and it seems to be giving off a faint magical aura. Even that you can see with your very eyes, it is literally glowing. With a 22, you notice that his hand is burning away. Ooh. Like, literally, his skin is peeling off as he's holding this object. Can you, like, cleave his hand off so that the object drops to the ground? Dick's just going to look at Gerlach. Dick ain't touching that. Chop his hand off. Chop it. Um, I don't have a cutting implement. You could ask... Um, no, 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 no. I'm... I'm, I'm mm, I suppose I'm a bit late to insight check what he was saying, but um, fuck it, I'll chop his hand off. Okay, well, he is currently paralyzed, so roll with advantage on your attack. As you start running towards him with your sword drawn, he goes, No, what are you doing? The Nexus Inferno will make me a god. Get away from me, you savage fool. And you slice straight through his wrist, and his hand falls to the ground, still clutching the item. Dick no like to be called fool. And we got enough gods already, thank you, mate. You pitiful fools, you don't understand. <laughs> I'm going to well, cut it's... his head off. <laughs> Are you going to turn and attack him again? Yeah, fuck it, I'm going to cut his head off. Okay. Which I see. Do I get advantage again because he's still still? Um, he would be because this is still your turn, technically. Oh, yeah. Come on, dude. We just want to find some information out. 19. 19? <laughs> you cut him square across the chest, but he is still standing. Bastard. <laughs> um, what do, What are the rest of you doing? Are you all going running into attack this guy, or are you? I I, I kind of want to find out what we don't understand. Yeah. So I'm going to say, Dick, wait. Go on, then enlighten us, mate. What don't we understand? He is going to do another wisdom saving check to see if he breaks his paralysis. Wow, natural three failure. <laughs> nope. He looks at you, goes, "Don't you see the power before you? When you see it with your own very eyes." Oh, it is the key to everything, the key to all realms, to all realities, and it is right here in front of us. How could you ever take your eyes away from it? I'm kind of wondering if we want to, if we actually want to look at it or not. You notice, Kurt, that the heat haze in the room is getting far worse, way quicker than, and way thicker than you've ever noticed it up to this point now that it seems that this particular artifact is out of the chest and on so, the floor. So, I'm gonna... So, the chest is in the room, isn't it? The chest is in the room. It is currently closed in the middle of the room now, as he sort of took this one artifact out and dropped the lid of the chest down. I'm thinking I might try and use like, my rapier to pierce his hand to pick the artifact up and take it and drop it into the box, uh, the, the chest, and close the lid on the chest. Because okay. I don't know what this artifact can do, so I'm kind of wary of it. So, like, kind of 
like a pooper scooper kind of thing. <laughs> I'm going to walk up with my rapier, carefully just put it straight through the hand that's still sort of death gripped around it, scoop it up, and drop it it back into the chest. Okay, as you and shut the lid. run over to it, I want you to make me, I'd say make me a... I'd call it, let's call it an unskilled dexterity, just to see if you can kind of angle your rapier well enough. Okay, uh, 22. 22. Nice. You stab your rapier through the hand. You notice that the cube is starting to change form, and spikes have stuck out of each of the flat sides and start to be growing longer. Yeah, I, I, I definitely want this infinity stone put back in the box. <laughs> <laughs> you lift open the box, and you see... That there was space for three items in there. In the middle, there was space that seems to fit the cube. To the left, you see a book that is still there, and to the right, you see a missing artifact. Uh, do I see what kind of shape the missing artifact is? It seems to be a maybe. It's like a large rectangle. Could be a book. Could be a box. Could be something like that. Guys, something's missing. Um, can I take a perception check around the room, see if I can find it? Yeah, do me a perception check. As you're dropping the cube into the chest, um, Yensik rolled a nat 20 on his next save against whole person. So he is going to dive at the chest while Toph is looking around. Uh, 21, you, apart from lots of gold and jewels, you don't see anything that screams out of you as a magical, powerful artifact. Mm. As, it, as this dude dives to the chest, can like I, I would boot him do you, or? Would you get an attack of opportunity if you're? I was going to say I don't know. He, do is, he is right next to the chest and as is Dick, so he won't get an attack of opportunity. I'll say this, um, Kurt, roll me a athletics against his athletics as okay. he attempts to effectively wrestle you away from the chest. I'm not an athletic man. Seventeen though. Nice. You. Yeah. Yay! With a 19 total, oh, he wrestles you to the ground and the chest swings open, sending both the cube and the book scattering across the ground. He's kind uh, of grappling you on the floor and both, well, I'll say Kurt is at the moment looking at this slightly deranged elf with one hand who's trying to hold you to the ground, but the rest of you notice that the spikes on the end of the cube have grown even longer and are now like a good half foot away from the original sides of the cube and they are shimmering with these little arcs of arcane energy oh Del's not with us anymore is he no he's nope. currently fighting a glass brazoo with uh, emmerich a uh, little help guys i say i'm gonna help kurt and i want to throw the guy at the spikes if i can but i don't know how i would do it um as well, like you can go, run up and do me an athletics check against him, and he'll do an opposed one against you. Okay. Didn't roll that well, so... A 20. 20. You beat him with a 20. So you want to throw him towards the artifact? Um... Uh, no, I'm just going to get him off Kurt. Fuck it. I was going to get... Yeah, take hold of him, just overpower him, like pin him down type of thing. Okay. With that, I'll say you successfully grapple him and kind of pull him away from Kurt. As you do that, the shimmering of the room gets worse and worse. And I'll say, Kurt, as you're currently on your back looking up and you're starting to pick yourself up, you notice the roof cracks, but it's not the roof that's cracking. 
shards oh, of reality begin to fall away, almost like glass just falling. And for a brief moment, you are looking out at, you would almost say, like the night sky, the shimmering cosmos above you. Guys, it was the reality stone. <laughs> <laughs> and then one of the stars blinks. And a head comes through. And you realize that this was not just the cosmos. This was a form, a body, a large, draconic body whose head dips down through this crack in reality. It steps onto the ground. Its body is almost made up of the cosmos itself. You, it's almost transparent to a degree, but you can see stars and nebula within its wings and its form. It kind of looks around at you all, almost a little surprised to be here. It looks towards Yensik, and he sees Yensik scrabbling to grab the cube and try to get away from uh, Kurt. Just as he saw, not Kurt, sorry, can I get away from Dick? And just as he sort of pulls away, the dragon's head snaps down on Yensix, killing him. Uh, Dick not expecting that. Uh, nice work, dragon dude. Yep, all his fault. Hope he tastes nice. Little mortals, playing with things they never comprehend. What? No, not you. Silent. What is this? And it's sort of, his head is darting around the room, and his eyes focus on the cube. Oh, now that is a find. Beautiful. And ours, as it always should be, as it is destined to be, I... The great dragon Nazareth will add it to his hoard. Yes, yes. What do you mean, no? No! It is ours. He turns and looks at you, Kurt, and stares right in your face. You would take from us? You would stop us? Uh, what's Kren doing? Kren is pulling his sword and trying to move stealthily into a decent position. I mean, Man. I kind of oh. want to jump on top of the cube. I mean, I wasn't planning to. Uh, you, you, you say it's yours. Was it always yours, or is it? You know, you just fancy it. I mean, it's pretty cool. It's growing spikes. Always I'm mine. Just, I'm... Always mine now and forever. Always. I mean, yeah, whatever, dude. I'm, I'm. I'm just here for the lols. Um, I'm just going to try and, um, I don't know, try and persuade him that I'm not really a threat. I'm just, I'm just a dude. I just, I just play guitar, mate. Yeah, yeah, if, that's, if, if, it's, if it's interesting, yeah, I, I roll a persuasion. I get a 30. 30. Oh, my Jesus Christ. <laughs> this, this is what I do. <laughs> <laughs> I don't fight. <laughs> hmm. You roll pretty go, high as well, but a 30 Shantia. is <laughs> <laughs> He rolled pretty high as well, but you do beat him with a 30. He looks at you like intensely, and you see this flame begin to flicker up between his teeth. But it's not a red flame, it's like a almost like a white flame. T 
tinged with bits of blue which plays across his star-like body. And he smiles at you. Yes, silly little half-feeling mortal. You're not that stupid. You wouldn't steal from me. Steal the things that are always mine. And he kind of puts a claw down on your chest and starts to press just a little bit, but then turns rapidly and starts to skitter towards the uh, cube. And he reaches out for it and picks it up. Oh, and... Sorry, I was just going to say, before he gets to it... Are you going to do yeah, something? I'm going to stand in its way. Okay. <laughs> I'm just going to get in its way. And, uh, yeah. Dick, no think you need that. Uh, while, while, he's, while he's doing that, I'm just going to, as subtly as I can, I'm going to chuck a bardic inspiration towards Dick. Okay. So, as you run in front of the dragon, and it bears its fangs at you, all the little mortals, all trying to steal from me, give me what is mine. Dick prefer maybe uh, bury us all like kings of old. Nice. I'm, I'm just, I'm just going to, I'm just going to, I'm assuming the dragon's not looking at me right now. I'm just going to look at Dick and just be like, whirl, whirl, click, click with my fingers around my head. Just like this, this, this dragon is fucking insane, dude. <laughs> As you say what you say, um, he looks at you and greets you with this horrifying grin. Like kings of old, you know, you know what they did to the ancient kings? And he looks at you, expecting an answer. Dick's just going to look at him like, does Dick really care? (laughs) You will, because they burn them. And he rears up to unleash his draconic breath on you, and we are going to roll initiative next week. (laughs) (laughs) Shit. Sorry, guys. I had to. (laughs) That's all right. Just remember you've got a bardic inspiration sat on you for next week. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking, I don't know if I can make an athletic check to jump out the way of it, but we'll see. Yeah. (laughs) I'll see see if he allows me. (laughs) I I guess it might depend on where you roll an initiative as well. Uh, yeah. But, yeah. Ooh, interesting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's fight the dragon. <laughs> well, it... that, that, that is made of a cosmos. I mean, I mean, I mean a, 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 absolutely in character. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dick's like big dragon, big target. Yeah. Um, All right, so... Big dragon, chance to be big hero. Yeah. <laughs> Cookson already had a map. So, because well, yeah. <laughs> Cookson knows us, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Cookson <laughs> knew this would happen. <laughs> hmm, something we could kill. <laughs> <laughs> well, y'all found your first dragon. You're real D and D players now. <sighs> yeah, proper dragon. Mm. Oh, fuck that. At least, at least we're at full health, and we haven't we haven't like burnt too many spells yet. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I mean, not, not that any of that's probably going to help us in the long run, but still. Well, you know, we just got to get stuck in. That's kind of your only option, isn't it? <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, if it's any consolation, it doesn't seem quite as big as some of the things we thought. True. 
doesn't mean it's any less powerful. Uh, plus, I have a I have a feeling that Kren's weapon is going to be quite useful in this uh, in this fight. Oh, let's hope he doesn't get like knocked out in the first thirty seconds. If he does, uh, I'm stealing his sword. <laughs> <laughs> what uh, what challenge rating is this? I'll tell you after you fight him. Oh, sounds fair. Sounds mm-hmm. fair. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, I'll tell you this: it's a uh, a fun little beast from the Tome of Beasts. Okay, not right. from the regular books. Is it higher than a challenge rating eight? Maybe. Just wondering. Maybe. Okay. Okay. But anyway, y'all enjoy that next week, and I hope you enjoyed this session, and I hope everyone listening enjoyed it as well. If you want to uh, get in touch with any of us, I am on Twitter at, at @treasonno. All my players are on Twitter at their usual player names with GTMP at the end of it. You can find us on our WordPress website for art, a comic, random gallery shots, and bios about all of us. You can find us on Facebook, which we barely ever use, but we have it. It's a thing. And, uh, yeah, if you want to find us on another podcast provider than the one you listen to, you probably can, because we're basically everywhere. Other than that, we are also a member of the Necropodicon podcast network, so check them out. Lots of other fun people on there. And I will hand you over to the rest of my party members to say goodbye. As usual, if you've enjoyed hearing my voice as much as I enjoy hearing my own voice, you can find me on the Lost Art Podcasting and the Lost Art Wrestling Podcast. You can find them on all good podcast providers and you can follow them on Twitter at Lost Art Podcast and at LEOW Podcast. And maybe one day I'll be in the Red Scar Cafe on Red Scar Business Estate in Preston, Lancashire, the UK. Europe for now. (laughs) I wonder how much longer you can keep saying that one. (laughs) Forever. (laughs) (laughs) I hope Brexit isn't still something we're talking about like in 10 years time because dear God. Uh, uh, Well, if you want to hear more from me, I'm afraid as usual, you can't. But I do, as usual, at least nowadays, have another message from our sponsors. We know what you did. We know you just murdered someone. We know why. We know that bitch Karen from work ate your sweet roll. We know your wife wouldn't stop nagging you. We know that guy Gary was creepy. We know that guy on the street looked at you funny. We understand. But will the guards? You need to get rid of a body. And we at Cubes for You can help. Our team of dedicated wildlife handlers have captured and contained wild gelatinous cubes, which you can rent from the low, low price of 1,000 gold per day. The convenient body-sized body slot in the front of the box allows you to feed one or many corpses through, which the cube will digest in minutes. Not even their teeth, Moraine. Habeas corpus? Schmabius corpus. No body, no crime. Visit our <laughs> shop in Varadin today. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't give him that one. Nope. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Honestly, Steve, if you were any slower, you'd be going backwards. Now, that might be a bit niche, but it, it's... Tell me which Harry Potter film it's from. Hmm. Tweet me. It's the one with the wizards indefinitely. Oh, yes, that, that one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Definitely that one. <laughs> ah, well... Thank you all again for joining us, and we hope to see you next week when they fight a dragon. Goodbye. Bye. See you.
Necropodicon Podcast Network comes a horror movie review podcast called How to Survive a Horror Movie. Paul, Harley, and Don delve into horror movies where Don tries to make a connection to the movie Jumanji, Paul doesn't let Don get a word in edgewise, and Harley likes to make animal noises. Check us out every Wednesday on the Necropodicon Network. How to Survive a Horror Movie. Just when you thought it was safe to listen to podcasts again. <laughs>